Hello, hello, and welcome back to In Real Time, uh, your weekly movie review podcast show. Uh, I'm your host, Dalton Fuller, joined by my podcast co-host in life, Kristen Fuller. Hey, everyone. Uh, we're switching it up again this week a little bit uh, as we just continue the apocalypse, just slowly rolling in. We are going to give you some like small, lesser seen recommendations for some movies that we've really been enjoying in quarantine, and then we're going to do a full-on review for The King of Staten Island, the new Judd Apatow comedy. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. How you doing? Been holding up okay? Um, I think I'm making it. Yeah. That's all we can do right now, isn't it? I mean, we haven't really killed each other, so that's I think true. that's a win. That's a fair point. We've spent a lot of time together, and we're both still here. Yeah. Congratulations to us. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> okay, so I think I'm going to kick it off with my first recommendation today this is a movie that just recently hit amazon prime and it is um right up my alley it is called the vast of night uh it is defined as a thriller mystery sci-fi movie if you will it is from a first-time director andrew patterson something else i also love first-time directors i love seeing i love seeing somebody's initial vision like they may only get to make one movie. Like, which one would they make? I feel like that's usually your first time feature. Not always. Sometimes, like, like, whoa, that budget would be way too high. But it's always really interesting to see what somebody chooses to be their first, like, big boy movie. I feel like it's kind of rare to see that, too. Like, I guess a movie on this scale to see someone's, like, first time putting out a movie. Yeah. Well, and this movie has a very small budget. Like, it's, I think, a really good example of, like, stretching beyond your budget like mm-hmm. they're doing a lot of really clever stuff in this movie to make it look bigger budget than it is so uh the google synopsis of this is in the 1950s two children which teens they're teens they're not children i mean you could classify teens as children sure but you know they're not like nine no no they're like we're they not can, stranger things over here yeah they can drive um search for the source of a mysterious frequency that has descended onto their town like I said, it was uh, directed by Andrew Patterson. Cinematography, which I'm going to call out because it's one of the, my favorite things about the movie, was uh, Miguel Luan Litton Mins. No way I said all of that right, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, and yeah, I mean, this is a, there's like almost nobody in this movie you've ever heard of. Uh, Sierra McCormick, Jake Horowitz, like it, they're all just kind of like smaller actors, small budget, just really scrappy filmmaking and i really appreciated it um i know you weren't as big of a fan as this but like for me this is like this was just like really cool low budget indie sci-fi which is something you can just inject straight into my veins always it's got an interesting story the characters are kind of like doing this like fast talking thing like they do like almost no close-up shots for the first like 15 minutes of this movie which some would see as a sin but it kind of like builds into the anonymity of the characters a little bit um there's just amazing camera work in this movie there's like a i don't know if it was a drone or or what shot in the middle of this movie the last like five minutes they just like sweep it through the whole town i have no idea how they did that i mean it had to be a drone right i i guess i don't know and they're they're like up in the the stands it is it's really cool um i'm really gonna stay vague on the plot of this movie because i think it's one you should definitely go in blind if it interests you but it's just a really interesting fresh unique like sci-fi look i mean i feel like sci-fi can really fall into a lot of the same trappings and I'm not going to say this one doesn't because it definitely 
for some parts does, but I do feel like it has a fresh spin on it. And the character, the two main characters, the boy and girl that are kind of the leads have really great chemistry. It almost has this like radio drama feel to it, like a war of the worlds, um, which is really cool. There are like these really long, like monologues of like people telling stories in it. Um, and it's just really cool. I think it, I think it really captures that like, you know, mysterious feel that like UFOs can bring, especially like back then, like, you know, your Roswell's and, and all that kind of stuff. So I, I really enjoyed it. It's a, it's, I think it's a good hang. Like it's like an hour and 30 minutes too. So you're going to get in, you get out. It's on Amazon prime. So you can watch it for free. If you have like a nice 4k TV, I highly recommend it because like the colors really pop in this. It's um some really great, like low light shooting and yeah, it's just, if you like, you know, cool, small budget sci-fi movies, you can definitely not go wrong with this one. Three and a half out of five stars. I think that, I guess my little quick review on it too, um, it reminded me a lot of a uh, video game, like plot, I guess. Uh, just kind of like watching it, um, it made me think of just playing like an indie indie game, just the way the story's told yeah. and um, getting, you know, like you said, stories from other characters. Um inside the movie too uh just the way it was set up it kind of reminded me a lot about that so i think it was interesting and um not i guess my favorite movie that i've ever watched but sure i i don't know i i kind of fell asleep a little bit i'll be i'll be honest with you guys but that is true can confirm it was fine yeah yeah i mean for a first time you know movie i think he did pretty good yeah i agree i, I think it's really bold which I think when you come out as a first time director, like you, you can't be afraid to take chances. I feel like those chances are what gets you more jobs. So I appreciate that he was just like, no, we're going to stay in the wide for like the whole beginning of this movie. And we're literally just going to do a black screen for like a few minutes while somebody talks. Cause they're, they're like calling in mm-hmm. like, that's some really, that's some really bold stuff. Like that's, that's some like non-typical things. And I feel like a lot of times when you see first features, they're very derivative because they're just like, oh my God, I don't want to mess up. I'm just going to do what Steven Spielberg did forever. And it's like, cool, you'll make probably a fine movie, but it kind of, you kind of get lost in the background when you do that. Yeah. So I appreciate that he was willing to take chances in his very first film. But yeah, um, check it out. Let me know what you think. And for, I guess, my recommendation Mm -hmm. that I'm going to give you guys, um, this movie is called Driveways. Um, it came out in 2019. Um, it like I guess Dalton's recommendation. There wasn't like a like a well known cast. Um, I think maybe uh, what was her name? The mom, Hong Chow Kathy. I think I've maybe seen her in a few stuff before. Hong Chow is her name. Kathy was her character's name. Oh, okay, my yeah, bad. Yeah, you're good. Um, but yeah. I think I've seen her in a few things before, but I think she might be the only recognizable uh, well, actor or actress in there. Maybe for people of our age, but Brian Dennehy yeah. is in this movie, um, which rest in peace, he he actually has passed away um, this year. Um, but he was a very famous like TV, film, stage actor. He has like two Tony Awards. Oh, wow. Um, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, he, it was kind of before our time, but this was his last movie. Um, so... And they dedicated the film to him. Yeah, as well. they did. Um, like I said, like kind of not really in our generation, but he he was a very big deal. I think he was kind of like this was kind of you know his, this was his send off. I don't know if he obviously 
was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to, he was going to pass away after this, but this was like, he kind of chose this to be his last movie. Well, I guess I'll rephrase that. I guess it's not a very noticeable cast to people our age. Sure. Yeah. I think that's fair. Okay. And then going to the plot, um, it's about a lonely boy goes with his mother to help clean out his late aunt's house and forms an unlikely friendship with the neighbor who is a war veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this movie sat really, I guess, kind of close to home with me because I have a really good, rela- or I guess I have a good relationship and I grew up, you know, being very close to my grandfather. So mm-hmm. I got that connection between the boy and him yeah. real quick. And I mean, I think that kind of goes without saying, you know, most people have that type of connection, you know, with their grandparents anyway. So, um, it was really sweet. Yes. Um, it hits you right in the feels. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, I think it was a very beautiful movie and it, kind of showed a um not only that kind of relationship but the relationship between the boy's mom and his sister and kind of how maybe it was close at one point and then became non-existent later in life and i think that i think it has some interesting direction with showing like i guess two different sides Mm -hmm. of like storytelling basically for sure Um, yeah there's a a good secret message about like depression and mental illness in there Mm -hmm. um and it was very highly rated, too. Um, IMDb gave it 7.6 out of 10. Um, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is awesome. Well-deserved. Um, 83% on Metacritic. So, I mean, it was well-received. Um, definitely a good sit-down, getting-your-fills movie. So, I highly recommend. I would give it 4 out of 10. Or, sorry, 4 out of 5. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. 4 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the director, Andrew, Andrew Ahn, um, this might have been his first movie as well he's directed some tv but well i'm sorry looks like spa night was actually his a couple years ago so i'll take that back so second feature um he yeah i i agree i would even probably give it four and a half out of five it was very effective at what it did um especially in an hour and 23 minutes like the emotion that they can convey how connected you feel to all of those characters i mean really there's just three you know the the mother the son and the neighbor and you just like feel like you know them so well they do such a good job of like subtle storytelling with all of them that um yeah it was very effective and we were both reaching for the tissue box at the end <laughs> for sure yeah yeah it was um it's yeah i highly recommend that one as well it was it was very good and you want a good cry and you know not like a emotionally manipulative like this movie is just like torn my heart out it's kind of like a this is really sweet but all like a really bittersweet good mm-hmm. cry you know i thought it was really funny too how they showed um uh the son kind of interacting with other kids in the neighborhood too and how oh, yeah. i don't know i just got like flashbacks to my childhood sometimes with like some of those scenes with the other kids and how like awkward kids can be sometimes <laughs> yeah definitely it was it was really cute so i highly recommend it how you just like hang out with kids because they live next door not because you like have anything in common right exactly absolutely i felt that hard um okay so those are kind of our two you know a little under the radar quarantine recommendations two very different ones too so i like that i feel like there's one of those is for everybody if you don't like either one of those movies i got nothing for you (laughs) (laughs) but 
We will now move on to our main review. Uh, we got a new movie. Believe it we or not. We got a new movie. We got a new movie. Can you believe it? I thought it'd never happen again. I'm still not convinced that it did. Maybe we made this movie up in our head. I mean, I feel like we probably could have, though. I, I don't think I'm this funny. <laughs> <laughs> we, of course, are talking about The King of Staten Island. This is the new movie directed by Judd Apatow, who, I mean... Surely, if you're listening to a movie podcast, you have at least heard the name Judd Apatow. He um, is a just like he pretty much like if you like comedies from the last like 20 years, you probably like a Judd Apatow movie either that he directed or that he produced. I mean, we're just looking here at his IMDb. Not that I need it because I'm a huge Judd Apatow fan, but Step Brothers super bad knocked up 40 year old virgin kicking and screaming anchor man like the man has touched everything this is 40 um he's just kind of like the i don't know like the modern comedy godfather is that fair to say i guess we could say that yeah like he he either like directly directed or like heavily influenced so many of the like well-known comedies from our generation um so anytime he's directing a new movie i am ready to see it and whenever he's like yeah i'm gonna put pete davidson in it i'm like i'm doubly in because i also really like pete davidson he's he seems like a really funny just like good dude and he's just got like really great delivery just like really tickles my funny bone so i was really excited for this one um i guess i should give you the plot synopsis before i get too far in here uh scott has been a case scott has been a case of arrested development does that make sense yeah okay should here i am trying to edit the imdb page (laughs) scott has been a case of arrested development since his firefighter dad died he spends his days smoking weed and dreaming of being a tattoo artist until events force him to grapple with his grief and take his first steps forward in life um, we should also mention Pete Davidson helped Judd Apatow write this movie. It, along with Pete Davidson, it stars probably mainly Bill Burr and Marissa Tomei. Uh, Maude Apatow, of course, also in this movie. Shout out to Euphoria. We're season two. Um, I think we should also mention that this movie is heavily influenced by Pete Davidson's own personal life. Correct. So it it's is. not just like a made-up film. Like a lot of this is kind of like it's semi-autobiographical. For sure. Like, for um, for if you guys, if you don't know, Pete Davidson's father was a firefighter, and he actually died um during 9/11 trying to help people. So something like very personal to to Pete, and I'm sure like it was probably not easy to make this movie. Like probably dredged up a lot of those demons, but good on him for doing that. I feel like the emotional vulnerability of this movie really helps it a lot. Um, I think it kind of goes in theme, though, with Pete, though. Like, he's always been very open and honest, especially about, like, his drug addictions and his, you know, mental health and everything. Like, he's always been the type of person who's been very honest about stuff like that. Sure. Um, so, I feel like, yeah, dredging up those old feelings, but I feel like it was not necessarily a... I don't want to say not a tough thing to talk about, but maybe it's not quite as hard for him to talk about these things since he is, like pretty open about things sure i think he definitely channeled it really well right like i I think that it definitely adds to the movie instead of maybe taking away from it because it gets too personal i think another 
just this year a movie that really helped do that was the way back with ben affleck yeah. i think he really channeled some personal demons in that movie and it really elevated it as well um but yeah so first before we get into it uh i know i gave my thoughts on judd apatow how do you how do you feel about judd apatow movies big fan yeah, um, I think in the list when you were going through, I saw Pineapple Express yeah. as well. That's like one of my top like comedy movies ever yeah. that I've seen. Um, obviously, along with Step Brothers, the most quotable movie I think our generation has. Absolutely. That or um, Anchorman, and he helped with both. So. Right, exactly. So, I mean, the type of comedy and level that you know he can bring as far as a direction. Um, big fan yeah he he does a really good job this movie included of like constantly just having jokes there's always just like jokes like every other line in a movie and most of them usually hit especially like in this movie i think um also just want to like give a quick shout like if you're very if you're really ever interested in like how movies are made or like what a producer does like i feel like you see the word producer and there's like 14 of them on a movie Mm -hmm. and you're like i have no idea what a producer does um judd apatow was all was recently on uh, the rewatchables podcast uh, from the ringer network and they do say anything, which, you know, if you don't care about say anything or whatever, just listen to like the first 15 minutes or so of that podcast. He talks about um, being a producer and like what he does about giving notes on, on um, movies and like, Oh, you should cut this scene. You should add this scene. Um, it's very interesting. If you've ever just been curious of like what the role of a producer is, at least, from the way he sees it so i recommend that it's a good whole episode but if you really just want to hear about that part it's kind of like the first 15 to 20 minutes but uh yeah so Kristen, what did you think of the king of staten island um i thought it was very witty um and um honestly very emotional i mean for there to be yeah. jokes like i felt like every other line almost um they still were able to like kind of connect with the audience, um, like to feel you know empathetic, you know, for P or Scott is his name in the movie, right? Um, which is Scott is also the name of his dad in real his life dad. as well. Correct. So, yeah. um, I think I think it was brilliant. Um, it honestly kind of opened my eyes a little bit more to Pete himself. Sure. Um, I've always kind of liked Pete, you know, just obviously watching him on snl you know he's a really funny guy um but i think we kind of got to see whether or not you know most of it was 100 percent true or not um i think we got to see a different side of him and overall the movie was fantastic so uh, i honestly have nothing but praise for this movie yeah i um i completely agree Uh, this made me a much bigger pete davidson fan and i i'd love to see him and some more like indie comedies dramedies um because i think he really showed range in this movie like i mean he's in every scene of this movie almost if not every scene and he can really carry a scene extremely well like he he's like you said he's very funny he's very witty he has great delivery there are so many jokes in this movie that like probably shouldn't be funny but just the way he says them and like his timing just like kills you like he has the one about Crohn's where he's like, I'm just trying to spread awareness. And it's like, that's not even that funny of a joke on its no, face. No, but it's like his delivery of it was just like perfect. Yeah, but he just like takes the perfect beat and just like delivers it. And and yeah, you can you can tell that he's really like in his groove in this movie. And I'm sure maybe that helped with like writing it. And he was very familiar with the script itself. But 
and I'm not even sh- I'm sure that probably a lot of it was also just improv but he's really just he's really cooking in this movie and, and you can tell and it makes it so enjoyable to watch like it I'm I'm right there with you like it never drug for me I was in thoroughly invested in every character um even the little kids yeah they were so cute <laughs> and yeah it's and it's even like even though it like maybe it wraps up like cliche or normally or whatever you don't care because you want it to because you you're like on his side by the end so much like you're rooting for him even if he is like a dirtbag in the beginning that yeah it's just it's a really good it's a really good time it's very watchable and yeah i, I don't know if it's just like the high of a of having a new movie come out yeah true but it's yeah it's just really good like i highly recommend it it was more than i know it's because this movie was going to come out in theaters, so it's part of that, like, PVOD. So it is, like, a $20 rental, and totally worth it, in my opinion. Like, it was, like, I, I would have paid normal. I would have liked to have seen this in a the theater. Like, yep. We would have gone to see it, so the $20 is the same there. Um, but, yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a fun watch. I mean, you don't have anything necessarily you're planning on doing. I mean, I think this one's a good one to sit down and pick. Yeah, I agree. I if you're kind of like Jones in for a new movie, kind of like we were, you could do way worse than oh, the King of Staten yeah, Island. I mean, absolutely. it is. I mean, it really is. Like we didn't even talk about like his girlfriend, who is a girl I'm not even familiar with. Uh, Belle Powley. I've never really seen her before, but like she is really good. Like <laughs> she has this like this whole plan to be a city planner. Which yeah, I thought which was is, really funny. Um, and Pete, like his character in the movie, was like, "Who who wants to do that?" Right. Like, um. It's just, like, very quirky, which, you know, maybe it's not everybody's bag, but for me, like, quirky, kind of, like, deadpan, you know, humor. Like, they don't play up a lot of the jokes. Like, so many of the jokes are just flying at you left and right. They're not really trying to, like, build them up, which is, I, I, that's my, like, personal preference for Mm -hmm. comedy. I feel like when you try to, like, build jokes up too much, they, more often than not, just, like, don't land. So, when you're just kind of, like, throwing jabs left and right, you end up getting a lot more um laughs out of me and they had the beautiful marissa tomei in oh, the movie yes. as the mom of course somehow gave her the worst haircut but well, yet she, she still island. pulls it off yeah i mean marissa tomei is like ryan gossing you can't make them ugly doesn't matter how you try um you just can't do it yeah and then um judd apatow's daughter do you mm. pronounce her first name mod mod okay yeah yeah, I gave her a shout out when we were, I was going through the cast list because I said shout out to Euphoria. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Because um, she is she plays Lexi in Euphoria, the excellent HBO drama. Go and watch that as well. Yeah, definitely. And she was really good. Like, I feel like, you know, Judd Apatow kind of has put her in every single one of his movies as she's grown up. But as now she's like an adult, she's, she's a good actor. Like first in euphoria and then in this like those are kind of the, i feel like the first two like meaty roles she's gotten mm-hmm. and she's really good she plays vastly different characters in both of those shows and like she nails both of them she has a really good screen presence um she can really care she can really carry a scene she she has great line delivery um, i mean she goes toe-to-toe with with Pete davidson in this movie no problem um so yeah i feel like i mean having jed apatow as your dad I mean, probably helps, yeah. Yeah, but she, I feel like she's definitely one to watch. 
Also, shout out to Moises Arias, who's in this movie. Yeah, Dalton and I looked at each other when we first saw him come up on the screen, and we were like, oh my gosh, it's Rico. If you've ever watched Hannah Montana in your life, yeah, you would, you know, you, you just know. You get it. You'll know when you you'll know when you see him. There's a lot of just like that guys in this movie. I feel like I feel like we were doing that a lot. Yeah, they're just like people popping up. I do also want to point out like this movie is like two hours and fifteen minutes, which is usually like a sin for a comedy. Like if I see a comedy and it's not an hour and forty minutes or less, I'm like, oh no, there's something wrong. <laughs> but Judd Apatow's like the one person that can get away with that. Why do you think that is? Uh, because he's excellent at his craft. Okay, fair, but, you know, how, why, you know, like, what is it, what's, what makes his movie stand out? Like, what, why do you want to sit with him for longer than you would just, uh, a random studio comedy? I feel like he just makes his movies, like, you just don't necessarily have to think too much with it. Like, you're just kind of sitting there for the rod, and the way, like, he like like you've been talking about the way his jokes and the flow of everything goes it's just it feels very natural like people just kind of speaking and you know just being witty banter back and forth it's not necessarily like i don't think it's necessarily purposely trying to be funny it's just in the moment you know like banter and i think that kind of sits easy with people to kind of sit through the whole time yeah it's yeah, Jedi Battle movies are funny in the way, like, you think you're funny when you're talking to your friends. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think that he, he makes a movie that's just so easy to hang out with, for the most part. It's it's not just, like, overly slapstick or, you know, usually bombastic. It's usually just about, like, normal people. Like, maybe the scenarios get weird, you know, for some time. And but. nothing's ever, like, I guess... I guess the the way I could describe it is like outer worldly funny. So like they're yeah. all very like relatable scenarios, right. I guess. So like people can kind of like resonate with the joke really easy. Yeah, and I agree. And and they he does a really good job of like crafting weird situations, but he makes them make sense in the world. For example, Scott and Bill Burr's character, like how they kind of come to a resolution and like the whole like back half of this movie on its face like if you're reading the script of this movie you'd be like how did he get here from like where this movie starts but yeah you really believe it by the time it happens and those are like some of the best parts of the movie when they're just like bonding mm-hmm. and you're just kind of like why this shouldn't work like how did you do this to me what spell are you putting on me right yeah um, but it, it, he did it so well he really does he's he's just a, he's a really excellent I feel like he just kind of gets it, you know? And, I, I mean, he hasn't had all, like, hits. Um, but I feel like he's definitely had more hits than misses. And and I feel like, especially in that genre, like, comedy, sure. it's so easy to get misses than hits. And he's got a very good track record. Yeah, I mean, comedy is so hard because it's so subjective. And everybody thinks different things are funny. And so for him to kind of lay, like, a blueprint for what comedy's at least lower budget comedies have become in this generation is, it's really a testament to him because it's just so varied now. It's so different. It's like, so it's just not like, Oh, we can just, you know, it's not Chris Farley falling through a table anymore. Yeah. Right. Like no diss to Chris Farley. I love him, but it's just not, that's not what people are looking for really anymore. No, they're looking for more like relatable like scenarios that they kind of do day to day. And that's, that's what's funny to us. Yeah. Like you, (laughs) 
you know you've met a guy like pete davidson before yeah i mean movie. you probably went to high school with like six of them so yeah. it's you know especially if you went to our high school yeah um yeah so i think that that's i i think you're really onto something there like the real the relatability that he can bring to his movies even if like the specific scenarios are kind of wacky or like the like main plot of the film is yeah. obviously not like somehow you're connecting with either a character or something happening yeah i agree uh so just like do a little forecasting here do you you want to do you think we'll see more pete davidson the actor oh absolutely i mean you gotta think about it he's already been in quite a few movies already so you've got you know the motley Crue movie he was in he had a small part but he was i think one of the managers he played one of the managers in the film um i mean so he's already like kind of making his way like in the film industry now um especially like and I guess this particular drama, obviously, he's, you know, comedy's his thing. So, I mean, yeah, I think we, I think we'll see definitely more of him in the future. Yeah, I mean, he, it definitely feels like he wants to do that, right? Yeah. Like, he's he's trying to break into acting, and I mean, no better way to do it than with Judd Apatow. Right, and I mean, couldn't pick anybody better to get you in there. Yeah, so... I hope we see more of him. Like this movie really did make me a like a big fan of his. He, he just, he's like my jam. Like what he, like the way he just kind of like goes about himself in this movie is, I was really vibing with it, and so I, I want to see him do more. I like that. Um, I feel like you just kind of get a lot of just Pete mm-hmm. and not characters with sure. him, or like I guess a front that he has to put on to be the funny guy. I don't know. I feel I feel like he's very like honest. Right. I mean, he's himself. talked about that before, right? Where he's like, I I don't understand what people think I'm funny, but they do, so I keep right, getting yeah, to do yeah. this, which you know, shout out to being honest like that. But I hope I don't know. I just really he's got this like energy about him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he's just kind of like breaking the mold a little bit where he's shown that you don't have to be the loudest person in a movie to be the lead of a movie. If you know what I mean? Like he's, he's very much got this like smallness about him in this movie. He's got this just like nervous energy. A lot of times maybe this chaotic energy. Yeah. And I feel like that's something you see from like the B or C character, but never really the A character. And so I really find that interesting, and I think it really works, especially for this movie. I think you have to write the movie around that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you can just drop him into anything, but when you do write him, like write it for him like that, you really get like great results out of it. I feel yeah, he's definitely got a a very I guess new and fresh um, image. Yeah. So like you're not he's not like your typical lead looking kind of role. Sure. He's just, yeah, he's bringing something new to the table. He's really holding it down for all of us skinny white guys out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, if you're just a skinny white guy, you can lead a movie. I feel like there's a lot of skinny white guys out there. But yeah, I don't know that was that a joke. Was. That was okay. being facetious, yeah. Sorry. It was a little deadpan. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, I think that's going to do it for this week. Um, shorter show. Like I said, you know, the movie apocalypse is still happening. But I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, if you guys check out any of the movies that we watched, let us know. Uh, if you want to, we're still taking movie listener suggestions. Uh, we're going to get probably get back to those next week or the week after because movies have stopped coming out again. 
we got it for one week. They're just like, it's like when your like mom takes your phone away and she's like, you can have it tonight, but then I'm taking it away for the rest of the week. That's what this was like. They're like, here's a new movie. See you in July. Maybe. Man, that's very sad. Yeah, it's true though. So we'll probably be going back to the listener suggestions, filling in our blind spots. So if you want to send in any of those, like you got some suggestions you want to hear us talk about, you can email us at inrealtimepod at gmail.com or you can DM us on any of our socials, Facebook or not Facebook. We don't support Facebook anymore. Yeah, we're not Facebook friendly. Um, Twitter, Instagram, at inrealtimepod. DM us your suggestions. You know, you can do it that way. And... I put my, like I said, I've been putting my letterbox link in um, the description too. If you want to follow me on letterbox, I usually will just like write my own personal reviews for movies I've never seen before. So if you'd rather read my bad opinions rather than listen to them, you can do it that way. Um, I'm giving you anything. all the options. Yeah, you know, that's, I'm nothing if not giving. Did I cover it all? Did I get it? I think we're good. Yeah. Okay, good. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And I do want to say, like, we took these, lo- there's a, we didn't just like miss the last two weeks. Um, we took them off on purpose, you know, in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, we are two white people, so we are obviously not the voices to be listening to about this, but we're trying to do our best to elevate, elevate our voices, yes. support those voices, do anything we can to help this movement. It's something we strongly believe in. It's bullshit that it's 2020 and, and black people and people of color still have to deal with this stuff. It makes me absolutely sick. Um, we come from a place that is very backwards in terms of those things. And so we, we just really, it's we're like a really sensitive issue to us. So we really want to make sure that even from our small following, we weren't clogging up the airways so that those important voices can be heard, especially now, but always. So, you know, no, donate your time, donate your money, do whatever educate you can. Yourself. Yeah. Um, educate yourself. Like read, don't count on people of color to educate you do it yourself yes um they have way more important stuff to worry about um really should have done this to the top of the show but that's okay it's, I mean, still it's a good way to end yeah yeah so that's why but we should be back to weekly again after this um yeah thanks again for listening um follow us on all of our social medias and until next week i love you <laughs>